Hi, everyone. Welcome to a brand new series in the Scale the Good podcast. In this series, we will take you behind the scenes to meet some of the individuals in the Climate Adaptation Program. So to kick off the program, we will introduce you to a chat between Christina Gunasinghe and Pascal Gawaro. Christina was the business expert and Pascal our tourism expert. They will take us on a journey through their career paths to date and give us some insight to their experiences during the Accelerator program. I hope you enjoy it. Yes, hello. My name is uh, Pascal Gavotto. I'm a tourism specialist and I've been uh, working uh, in Sri Lanka for the last uh, seven years. I'm originally from France. Um, and then I live here in Sri Lanka and working on tourism. Hi, I'm Christina. Um, I am a business consultant. I have been a business consultant for about six, seven years now. Uh, yeah. Okay, so first question. Shall I read it out? Journey to expertise. Take us to the beginnings of your journey. Uh, what were the motivations and choices you made? How did it set you on your current path? Well, okay, I guess I, I start well. My journey could be quite long, not to, to tell, but. Um, <laughs> I think uh, I always been uh, trying to support others and uh, I realized that doing consulting work is great because you support others and you make a living and I start to do that from the beginning of my career um, because I've been in business all my life I decided to try to share and I first started with a very large company PwC to name it. And then uh, around uh, all my life, I've been working on consulting with SMEs. Yes. So PwC in France? PwC in France first for 10 years. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, midlife crisis and then uh, <laughs> moving to the Pacific Island where I started to specialize in tourism. Okay. Yeah. Nice. What about you? Uh, so like going back, I would say, yeah, to motivations and choices you made yeah so i started starting with school i um i left after my o levels and i wanted to um, i love numbers right mm -hmm. so i love doing accounting and related to business mm -hmm. side so i wanted to start my life from there onwards i didn't want to do another two three years in school with my a levels and all that so i immediately i don't know maybe, maybe that was not the right decision or maybe i could have stayed longer but i feel i i wanted to start life and i wanted to be independent and do my own thing and try and find my path so i uh i got into i started doing sima full-time so that's like an accounting uh, business management kind of program course so I did that full time and I also started working. I started working at a bank. Um, and then from there onwards, I worked for an equity research company as well. Oh. So I think that kind of shaped a, a part of me. 
who I am today because uh, I learned so much about you know how to uh, about big companies and corporates and the stock market and uh, how to um, like do reports on economy mm. and consulting and all that so um, yeah but I feel like that first six seven years of my life after school was about kind of I would say in a from a startup kind of point of view that's like the R&D phase of my life mm. <laughs> like figuring out what I want to do um, so I tried a lot of things I started from banking to equity research to and then I finally moved into a, a hotel chain so mm. it was a it was a big hotel chain in Sri Lanka and um, that was completely different right so I was in brand marketing there wow. and it was completely different to finance obviously yes. <laughs> but uh, it was it was again another part of who I am today mm. because I learned I mean from uh, branding a company to the marketing side of it and also working in a big company I feel kind of it's needed you have to um, okay I'm going completely mm. off topic now I think oh, <laughs> but uh, you know I feel like um, working for a big company you get to learn how to deal with like so many things mm. and the structure is completely different there's so much red tape there's bureaucracy and uh, dealing with all the systems and all of that and I feel that was needed for me as well so from there I knew that okay now I know what I want to do and mm. from there I, I finished my masters while I was at mm. uh, this hotel chain as well so from there I realized and I it was a it came off like I wasn't still 100% sure that I wanted to get into consulting mm. but I did it as a like a project for a friend one uh, startup company I helped them you know start it up and I did the whole proposal for them and mm. all of that and I realized hey this is something I really love doing mm. and I I have the experience for it I mean I, I have I mean from working with research mm. to marketing and all of that I mean I, I kind of know what I'm doing so I got into it but of course it was slow right so I just started off and uh, I was working on small projects and all of that but um, it's something I really loved and also it was really rewarding because uh, like helping someone shape a business and um, getting it off the ground it was it's something that uh, I don't know it just felt really good right? yeah. so, because I I don't think I have an entrepreneur kind of mindset I don't have that creativity but from my point of view I can help rebuild that idea and make it a actually make structure it mm. get it into a business so that's what I feel I bring into the table and help contribute to like growing businesses so mm. that's something really rewarding in that and that's why I wanted to pursue that I yeah. think you're, you're absolutely right and uh, I'm gonna tell you a story yes I was working in a big big corporate yeah. PwC I think thousand yeah. and at one point you want to do your own thing exactly. and that's what I did and I decided to invest in a, in a hotel and build my own business you know but frankly speaking after five years running this uh, hotel I realized that consulting was I was missing it you know yeah. this reward of helping someone yeah. and suddenly seeing him uh, successful or developing that's that's nothing like this and uh, also you go from one business to another one so you just get the fun part 
and then the operational part, you forget about exactly. it. So that's very rewarding, and uh, I remember, so that's what I did in the Pacific, in fact. I invest in tourism, and then suddenly this consulting work uh, mm -hmm. came to me again, and I remember someone came to me and said, uh, you see this small island in the Pacific? We need to help them in tourism. They don't know what they are doing. Do you think we could do something? Okay. And I said, yes, but I, I don't believe in training as such. We, we should do something different, something more like into coaching and consulting and offer them a chance to have a mirror effect and have somebody with experience to help them to develop. Yeah. And that's how I started my uh, yeah. second life of consulting work, <laughs> you know, but specializing in tourism. Yeah, and then yeah. you were doing it on your own. You yes, yes. Yeah, so and then suddenly, yeah. from years to years, you realize that, yes, you're helping, but you also realize that all these SMEs, most of the time, that's exactly what they are missing, is somebody that can to talk to, mm. you know? And that's where yeah. it's really uh, attractive, and that's, that's what changed my life yeah. also, is to start to do that in, in the yeah. Pacific Island, yeah. And you get that sense of like achievement, you know, when you see it up and running, you feel like you've achieved something as well. You help someone mm. achieve their dreams. And I don't know, it's, mm. it's, a, it's a good feeling. <laughs> and uh, you know, a lot of time people are looking at me and said, but how do you know everything? How can you yeah. always have the answer? And said, but in fact, consulting and coaching is not about having the answer. No, that's true. <laughs> and when you find out that it's just a question of having your clients understanding where he wants to go and mm. helping him and, and giving his uh, kind of mirror effect yeah. and helping him to find his way, his pathways, then yeah. suddenly you realize that uh, you don't need to be an expert in everything no, to, sure. to, uh, to help SMEs to yeah. develop. Yeah. yeah, I'm still learning for sure. I mean, it's, it'll always be a learning experience for us, right? I mean, we, we won't always be working with the same kind of industry. It'll be all different industries and some industries we've never even worked with before. But then uh, you realize that uh, you learn so much from them as well because uh, for me, working with these startups, I, I think I learn more than sometimes I can give them as well because they all, they, they come from different backgrounds and they have so many amazing ideas, right? And, um, so, yeah, <laughs> it's about... Yeah, and look at the chance we have. Normally in your career, you, you get to know three, if you're looking four different sectors. True. But if you're working on this kind of work, you can uh, enjoy so many different business and sectors in, in 10 years or exactly. seven years. Exactly. I'm sure you saw so many true, different true. industries that yeah. you, in a whole lifetime you will not yeah. have seen, you know, yeah. so it's very rich. Also, and um, yeah, yeah. We're, we're having fun. <laughs> okay. Look at me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What were some pivotal learning experience that you profoundly impacted your journey? The challenge you encountered? And you overcame them. Do you want to start? Okay. <laughs> okay, let's. Um, yeah, so I think, uh, as I mentioned before, did I check? Um, as I mentioned before, I think um, my work in different sectors, right? Um, as in before I got into consulting, that is, <clears throat> uh, that was a huge learning experience for me. Um, 
especially working um, at the hotel chain, right? I worked there for three and a half years, I think. And um, uh, that was a huge learning experience in terms of, again, like I said, working with a corporate, working um, uh, on branding and all of that. And uh, it kind of, it's not just the learning as well. It just also, I, I made so many contacts in terms of like, uh, how to deal with stakeholders, government agencies, mm. to NGOs, and all of that. And um, I gained so much of context as well that I use even to date, right? So that was, I think that was my biggest learning experience. Um, and also, I feel like um, from an educational perspective, uh, so I, like I said, I wanted to start out on my own. So I was born and raised in Kandy. I studied in Kandy. Mm. Um, for you, I think you know candidate <laughs> Central East. <laughs> so yeah, uh, from there, um, so, but the thing is, after school, I wanted to come to Colombo. I wanted to work here and study here. Uh, so as soon as I finished, I started my higher education in Colombo. Um, and I feel like that, so I started life early. Like by about 18, 19, I already had my first job. Mm. And um, I mean, it's it's not that, um, like I wouldn't say, it, it's not that common in Sri Lanka, mm. right? So, um, and I moved out on my own. Mm. Um, I was living with my brother for a while, but then I moved out on my own by about 2021. I already had my own place. And I was, um, I did my studies on my own and all as well. So I feel like that really, um, matured me. Yes, very and all, fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, made me like so independent in terms of my work mm. as well. And which is why I wanted to start on my own, I feel. Mm. Um, rather than working for someone else, I wanted to do my own thing. And I, I've, uh, after realizing that consulting is mm. the way to go, um, I started off on my own by, I think, how, 25, mm. 26? be earlier I can't remember right now but mm. yeah so uh, that's my biggest learning experience I feel from the uh, my background to my mm. background in um, working for a company as well mm. um, so yeah is there anything else in this you know that's remind me um, yeah about yeah, ten, 10 years ago, you know, in, in I was already in the tourism industry mm -hmm. and there was this revolution happening with uh, the smartphone and the internet's coming, you know. Tourism has always been a kind of traditional sector before. And suddenly, you know, you discover that uh, this technology is completely impacting your business. Mm -hmm. And that was the beginning of the uh, online travel agent just starting up. And, you know, and then, of course, because I was coming from this uh, business industry and consulting industry, uh, immediately catch up with it and uh, try to master everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I realized that uh, for most of the SMEs, it's super difficult to, to learn this uh, skill, this new skill, this new technology. And they, there is a, everybody has a tendency to say, no, but it's not going to change. No, it's okay. No. And then suddenly the, the technology impacts you. And that's what one of my biggest learning in tourism is when the technology completely revolutionized your industry. You yeah, know? True. And then suddenly you have the one who are in it and the one 
while not in it, yeah. you know, and then they get excluded. And it's very, it was very, very obvious, especially in the Pacific Island where the countries are a little bit underdeveloped, you know. So you can see suddenly this internet gap between the one who knows and the one who don't know. You know? And then yeah. this learning, and I, I realized that I, I have this learning in me now because I was running my own uh, tourism operation. Yeah. And then I have to transfer that yeah. because you cannot leave an industry without without the industry to, to catch up yeah. with the world and the technology. And that's how I start to do a lot of consulting work, mm. especially around digital in tourism, you know, where yeah. there is a lot of catch up. I arrived in Sri Lanka, yeah. same thing. They don't yeah. connect the dots, you know. They, of course, you have internet in Sri Lanka. Of course, uh, you have some good uh, mm. people that knows the technology. But most of the tourism industry, they, they're not into it too much. Mm. You know? And that's why uh, here I'm doing the same thing. Mm. How can we transfer this knowledge? How can we help people to use the technology better and yeah. evolve? You know. And I remember <laughs> with uh, GLX we had one one program on uh, on digital evolver, mm. and that's where we also realized how much we can have SMEs progress in this country mm. uh, just by said, do you know that you can do that? Do you know that we could do like this? And, just change their True. their way of looking at the, at their own business. Yeah, um, and that's, that's why true. I'm still learning because with this digital yeah. revolution, uh, we are like we are like catching up. PR teams and communication teams have pretty much become redundant, like yes. mainstream PR. Mm. Uh, and now to stay competitive in industry, like um, so many people mm. need to have that digital skill, and mm. it's. Uh, in a way, yes, of course, it's really good to have. Mm. I mean, you need to progress, like companies mm. need to, but then it's also tough for uh, people who've been in the industry, like mm. the hotel industry, to from going from mainstream PR mm. to go into um, digital yes. marketing. It's really tough. So, yeah, I understand. And, um, in this this time in Sri Lanka, where uh, you need to redevelop basically yeah. I mean you you, you you have to fill this gap yeah. uh, there is no way the SMEs will succeed without being strong on technology For sure. at the same time the one who are owning these SMEs now are in a generation where that was just the beginning of internet so they really they, they really uh, is a gap you know and that's us as as consultant we need to help them to fill up yeah, the gap that's, true. Uh, that's the only way we can guarantee that the Sri Lankan SMEs will uh, catch up and develop. Yeah, that's true. And, yeah. Did we answer that question? Oh. Okay, so next question. Um, how important do you feel accelerators like the climate adaptation accelerator are in shaping startups? Talk about resources, mentorship, and connections they provide. Yeah, well, you know, that's that's essential. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm, I think this kind of work should be uh, organized even by the government. We mm. should take care of our SMEs properly. Because, you know, look at some of our clients we had and we worked together. Yeah. They were alone in their garage. No, for sure. They, 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 they didn't even understand what is accelerated. They just try to find their ways in the middle of nowhere alone, yeah. sometimes with their wife trying to get some ideas, a couple of friends. They, you find this uh, 
small entrepreneurs, you know, quite alone. Yeah. You know? And having this accelerator was suddenly, it just helped them to think differently, to look broadly, to have some other option. And suddenly you see that they are getting their business model together. They are starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. For me, my feeling, I don't know if you share the same, but the, my feeling is that uh, these people are alone. Entrepreneurs yeah. are alone. That's true. And being alone in Sri Lanka to do business is not easy. Mm. You know? So accelerators is, is really essential to, to, to help them to grow, really. What is your experience working with, uh, like, if you work with startups in other countries, is mm. it different to the environment as in ease of doing business? Yeah, I think uh, maybe uh, in different countries you have more support, you have more benchmark, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, you have always some leaders where you can follow. But sometimes here in, in Sri Lanka, because you are more starting up, you know, there is no benchmark. There yeah. is no three or four companies, competitors you can follow. That's true. Sometimes, most of the time, you're the first, first. one because you got the idea, yeah. you know. And yeah. then when you look around, there is not much to help yeah. you. Yeah. You know, there is a lot of people putting barriers yeah. for you not to succeed. I think it's also one of the characteristics of uh, Sri Lanka. Sometimes we don't want new. to with new Things. too much, you know. Mm -hmm. So we realize that, yes, you have a lot of barriers, but who's helping you to open these barriers, you know? And that's True. where this accelerator program, I feel, are like a kind of booster uh, yeah. uh, that suddenly make things a little bit more possible yeah you know and uh, you can see the with the, the the some of the business we we've been managing yeah. together the um, suddenly they, they can see some kind of new ways true. right so. true. that's true uh, i think it's uh, pretty much the same i feel the same way for mm. sure um so this is the first time i've been working with uh, startups like mm. this right and with an accelerator program mm. basically so i started off with glx uh, about six seven months ago mm. and the climate adaptation program was mm. the first i've done of that kind mm. i mean i've been to um, i've seen how these programs work i've been to them but i've never been part of it mm. and it was honestly very it was awe inspiring as well because seeing these startups uh, I mean, they, now, see, my experience, I worked with people who already have most of the resources in place, mm. right? And they just need the expertise to go forward. Mm. Like, they have the funding, they have the assets, um, they may be needing one or two elements, but most of it is pretty much sorted for mm. them. But in terms of these companies, uh, some of them, uh, basically, they, they, they don't have anything but their idea right and mm. it's amazing how resilient they are and how motivated they are to move forward even without having mm. any kind of resources with them right mm. and um, and that's why i feel like these kind of programs really help them uh, get to where they are because obviously they don't have any other help from any other like from government mm. like you said to uh, so many other areas they they don't know where to they have the idea they 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 want to do that they have the motivation for mm. it but they don't know how to get there and that's why these kind of programs really help and i feel the climate adaptation program as well because we work with a lot of agriculture companies mm. right and they uh, so the theme here was climate adaptation as in 
how do you um, how do you adjust your business to deal with mm. climate change and that is something i don't think none of them had really heard of until this program and mm. they really learned so much from it how do you how do they um, plan for the future basically mm. right and some uh, like i mean they some of them just had the idea and they needed to build their business so they are they are already that's building their business knowing these facts already mm. on how to adjust to climate change and build their business from that and i feel that's why these kind of programs really help and having a theme like this climate adaptation to uh, maybe, um, there's another program happening called regeneration mm. so uh, knowing those concepts and mm building your business based on that is really important i think for the future so yeah yeah i agree you know and okay it's true that uh, we are supported by uh, some uh, uh, assistance from other countries yeah. to give them a little bit of uh, funding yeah uh, but you you realize that these guys sometimes they just need uh, a little bit of boost guidance. also uh, guidance and financial boost yeah. just to achieve the next step yeah. you know and it's a, you in in this country there is not a big um, culture of bank helping startups mm. you know so it's very difficult to find this first boost you know mm. and having bringing the the the, the some a little bit of funding and the coaching and the expertise at the same time in parallel like this yeah it's it works very it's well perfect, yeah yes. because yeah. otherwise the blockage the financial blockage most of the time will uh, make you give up on the idea True. where you have somebody to support you mentally yeah. and businessly yeah. and, uh, and a little bit of funding to reach the next step yeah suddenly you're in business yeah and uh, i really like this approach yeah Success story? <laughs> yes. Um, champion narrative. Okay, share a uh, startup stay of triumph. This could be a take of innovation, resilience, of positive influence. So, yes, basically, do you want, do you have an idea of one? startup that really it's tough to, uh, yeah it's tough to think of one really uh, i would say from my previous work experience yeah. before the accelerator program um, i worked with um, okay so there was this one company that uh, he had i mean uh, they had a lot of assets in terms of uh, like family owned businesses right uh, a lot of la i mean cultivation land to um, commercial buildings and all of that but they were um, pretty stagnant and mm. most of that was not even used and mm. it was it was a real waste basically right so i went to them with uh, for some like a very small project a business proposal kind of project but then um, I got into their portfolio and I realized that, oh my gosh, they have so much potential. And mm. it's just that they didn't have the resources in terms of management and all of that to run the entire operation. And mm. also, and I, they, they didn't have a, uh, they didn't have the interest in it basically mm. to start anything. But, um, so I gave them this idea, especially for the plantation, uh, the cultivation lands to, um, start uh, growing coconut and all of that so i worked with a few like 
people in that field as well and people in that area it was somewhere in Nikambo um, and I got them started on those things again and um, I feel like uh, that was really good because it was a it was a waste right of a mm. resource and they have so much of it uh, and they're just doing nothing with it so I'm mm. glad I managed to help them start up again and also uh, from their family's perspective so they're like a really old family and you know mm. generational kind of um, passing down the business mm. from generation to generation so they were happy that everything is kind of back running again mm. you know so uh, that was a really good experience and uh, I'm, I'm quite rewarding as well and I'm glad that things worked out like that mm. um, there's another one I mean a, um, a tourism I mean a hotel in Alla it was mm quite interesting because I worked with them for about six, seven months, uh, started their business and also watched them build it and um, mm. help them with HR and the marketing and all of that. So that was interesting. But from this program, mm. I would say the climate adaptation program, uh, all ten, basically all 10 companies more or less mm. pretty inspired me because they all have their own stories. Mm. They all have their own uh, challenges that they faced and uh, they've somehow overcome those you know mm. and um some of them you know they, they they basically have no resources like i said but then this this really want to get where they want to be and that's mm. that's amazing for me and that's more inspiring for me than any of the i feel like any of the other companies i've worked with because uh it's a tougher journey right to get there and uh, yeah yes. so um, it's it's been really inspiring. I like Even, all uh, of them. When you think about uh, one of our client we work with, uh, Mr. Janaka, yes, who basically lost everything when uh, he has a small tour agency business yeah. before bombing and before COVID. Yeah, and uh, during these three years of disaster and crisis, he basically lost everything. And yeah. the only thing he has left is his family, exactly. his house and his love for nature. Basically. What do you do with that? Zero I money, know. you know? know? And um, look, managed to put a business model in his mind, try to see how can you use your assets and uh, your love and uh, your passion into a business. And, and suddenly, when you, after a few meetings, you know, these guys start to see that, uh, yes, his name is wrong, uh, to mate, you know, <laughs> like an Australian company. Yeah. Yeah, change it into Eco Escape, you know, True. which makes, uh, suddenly, yes, I can do homestay. Yes, I yeah. can do a river tour. Yeah. And suddenly, yes, so with the river, I can take care of the river and at the same time make money. Yeah. Uh, with this money, I can do my homestay. With the homestay, I can reinvest yeah. into uh, mangrove uh, conservation. Yeah. Suddenly, this guy had a pathway, yeah. and suddenly he has a new model. You know, and um, and you see how fast he went now. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's every day he's on the net. He's introducing uh, uh, his his business model everywhere. He's trying very hard, and uh, from somebody who has nothing except love for nature uh, and lost everything during uh, COVID time. 
Uh, I think um, it's a beautiful story, and I hope it will be a, a, a yeah. real success story. It's a little bit too early, but yeah. that's what startups are all about, yeah. you know, starting up. So yeah. this this was a beautiful story, well, and I hope sure. it's gonna sure. it's gonna make it. Yeah. Any anything else you can think of? Mm. I have another. Um, business I like, but uh, it's a little bit confidential right now. But, okay. uh, but um, again, someone who just got an idea uh, about tour guiding and uh, said um, it's so difficult to, to be a tour guide, to know a lot, of, to have all this information, to speak different languages. And, and she developed an app to, um, to be a virtual tour guide nice. you know, in Sri Lanka. Wow. To encourage also uh, um, having more good information about each site, about each uh, uh, city or oh. town, you know, and giving the chance to tourists to uh, to have proper information in their own language, That's you know. Amazing. And uh, she, I think she started that, uh, yeah, maybe a, a year ago, yeah. just out of the blue like this, and now it's getting it's getting That's there. Amazing. And, uh, and uh, it's it's so great again to see that uh, you you have great site, you have great people, you have great technology, but the dots are not connected. And when she did the ad, you know, and the ad is bringing the technology to help people, you know, to promote Sri Lanka, then everything is uh, yeah. uh, makes a lot of sense. And um, I hope that's going to be another that's a really start good idea. Up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I, are we done? <laughs> um, let's do it again let's accelerate the accelerators <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know key takeaways I feel like um, like from my experience working as a you know, consultant and also my um, basically my life up now <laughs> uh, is that it's okay to uh, not know where you're going when you start off in life right and uh, not have a clear plan on where exactly you want to be but then you can try things and test out and see whether this works for you best and also you learn so much from that experience of working in different industries and seeing where you fit and uh, that has helped me a lot right so it, I mean I would say a majority of people don't know where they are headed when they just come out of school right mm. Uh, some of them have it all figured out, but not all do. And uh, for them, it's in, it's it's good to try things and test, and then see where it where you fit in best. And for me, um, doing uh, creating a difference and helping people and um, uh, working with businesses to right, basically do something better in the world mm. is it's what makes me happy, right? And uh, the other thing is that um, uh, working with large corporates, uh, even for a little while, I think um, anyone starting out should do that for a little while, just to get that experience. Yes. So uh, just just two things that I feel like um, just wanted to. Yes, and um, we cannot expect a country to to develop just out of uh, doctors, lawyers, and engineers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we need entrepreneurs. Yeah. And um, it's great to fail, it's great to try, because at one point, if, if all these people start to uh, create, be innovative, yeah. 
Sri Lanka will uh, will will be better True. and uh, will be leading. Uh, is development so okay. we need to help them yeah that's yeah. true